0: Previously on Quornan the Barbarian, Vinny, fresh into his subscription to Pornhub Premium, found himself without any free time. John and Jesse continued their deep dive into the classic 1982 film, Conan the Barbarian, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Earl Jones. And now, part three of Quornan the Barbarian on If
1: I Was a Betting Man!
0: Jesse, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good, brother. How are you?
0: I'm all right. I am hanging in there. Uh, I was going to say, I'm
1: still doing okay through all of this? Yeah,
0: everything's fine. I, uh, I'm i rewatching too many shows that I've seen before.
1: <laughs> that, I kind of gave up on that. I started going down fresh avenues.
0: Yeah, I don't know what my problem is. There's a couple of shows that I watched
1: uh,
0: from the beginning, but I really haven't... Uh, Honestly, it's been a lot of rewatches. I rewatched Breaking Bad, I rewatched Oh wow. Some fireworks going off.
1: Yeah, I just heard that. Uh,
0: I re rewatched a ton of stuff and I don't know, I haven't seen a lot of new stuff that I particularly have enjoyed. What about you? What are you watching?
1: Uh, let's see. What have I been into? This past let's see, this past week my old lady and I got into uh, midnight gospel the new show on netflix have you watched that no it's fantastic really uh, yeah it's it's the same uh, you ever watch uh, adventure time oh yeah oh i know what you
0: mean midnight gospel yeah i know exactly what you mean
1: yeah the new duncan trussell show i watched
0: right so it's it's i watched the uh i watched the first episode of it actually it's like a guy is talking to or it's um, a podcast of like a philosopher has like a philosophy. And he's,
1: he's basically a thought process of like, you know, uh, you know, time travel, and, right. you know, suspended animation and, uh, living in a simulation, basically Right. the thought process of we're all living in a simulation and he kind of has this simulation modulator that sends them to all different planets and, you know.
0: No, but what or I heard, or what I heard is like the dialogue, like the first episode, um, like there's a, like a the conceit of the show is it's like a kid who just goes to different worlds via exactly the internet. But I heard that the dialogue from the episode is actually taken from podcasts from a guy. Like yeah, they- it's
1: from Duncan Trussell. He's a comedian. He has a he used to have a, a show called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, ah. and it's basically interviews from his podcast. But then. On top of that, they do some scripted, you know, comedic stuff kind of around the interviews he's already done with, like, uh, you know, a bunch of different people. There's some really good ones in there. He interviewed uh, Damien Ackles on an episode, which was really interesting. Do,
0: I don't sure know I'm who sure. that is.
1: Damien Ackles. Damien Ackles was one of the. Have uh, um, you ever heard of the West Memphis Three? No. Okay, there's these three kids in the South that were. Um,
0: oh, yes. Okay, yes.
1: Or uh, tried and convicted wrongfully right the murder of the these children right and uh basically the whole community like branded them as satanists and stuff and you know he spent many many years in prison but he's been out for a while right
0: and their only their only crime was being goth
1: it was basically (laughs) yeah it was basically one of those you know it was like it was kind of like the you know if you remember like tipper gore era censorship and things like that it was like that kind of like oh you have long hair and are into metal that means you are Satanist and not like to kill kids
0: right and which side were you on in the tipper gore
1: uh... <laughs> oh, I was all for censorship of <laughs> yeah, course you were I mean,
0: you, you, know you were I mean, team dude. tipper all the way
1: <laughs> how did you get the yeah. name tipper what is... I don't know Your parents are fucking waspy horrible religious fanatics I suppose
0: yeah that marriage—it's weird. That marriage, like, if Al Gore had been president, maybe he may have been the first president to get divorced while being president. That right. marriage did not succeed very long, and she got a lot of press when she was president for putting the explicit lyrics label on uh, on albums, like yeah. on the NWA. Such a
1: weird time, and you know, I mean, you're looking at like Judas Priest in court, and right, uh, and NWA, and, right, you know, yeah. And now it's like it's funny. You look at some records and stuff like that. But that time period, it's like past day now. People are like like the things that you know, the things that are coming out nowadays. It's like whatever.
0: Plus, kids can just access anything now. It's, anything. I mean, it seems like I don't know for sure, but it does seem like it.
1: Yeah, gross humans. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Children in get general. Much, all get right, get let's do Too uh,
1: airtime to uh, uh, right wing fucking fanatics. Uh,
0: I don't know. I feel like um, I'm glad we covered it. What? <laughs> how how more apt could it be? It's a it's a Conan the Barbarian podcast. We got to talk yeah. about Tipper Gore for at yeah. least ten minutes. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. So uh, Vinny is uh, not with us tonight. Um, it's so weird. Yeah, it's, sh- it's shocking. <laughs> That's poor, you know, I glossed on it, but Pornhub Premium has really taken a toll, and uh, we got to give him another couple of months to sort that out. He's got to figure out uh, the, his... I don't know if there's enough... Uh hours in the day chafing lotion to fix (laughs) those problems we i i actively told him via text that we were going to make fun of him if he didn't show up for this and (laughs) we sure are doing it uh Uh, but so when so far this is the third episode of our uh our recapping of uh conan the barbarian and and discussion of the film the classic film um And so far, uh, we've recapped, uh, Conan's rise from, uh, having his village destroyed and being sold into slavery to being given his freedom, um, after becoming a, uh, a pit fighter of renown, um, and then, uh, becoming a thief and running into a, uh, having a a couple of run-ins with a, a cult, a snake cult. Um, and all the way to, uh, having been, uh, basically crucified. Well, actually, no, definitely crucified. Um, and being brought back to life. Uh, that's where
1: we ended last time, right? He he got brought back to life. Just,
0: uh, just where we left off last time was when Mako, uh, brought him back to life.
1: Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. So, uh, now, we're, to pick it back up, b- before we get going, anything else you want to talk about? Any any other, like, w- any other things you're using to kill your free time?
1: Oh, man. Uh, you know, just uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm, I've been pretty anxiety-free lately. Is that right? I'm really ra- rather enjoying my quarantine time. I, uh, I've gotten to see my daughter on a super regular basis, which is great. Um, I don't have the anxiety of getting up and running to work every day. Bank accounts flush. All, all positive things, man.
0: <laughs> man, that sounds great.
1: Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right these days. You know, I'm sure it won't last. You know, there's no reality and, you know, Yeah, keeping on said trajectory. But, uh, so far, so good, man. So far, so good.
0: Well, that's very good to hear. Um, so let's without further ado dive right back into uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, for our third <laughs> our third <laughs> hour. We've now passed the uh, the length yeah. of the film. We've been uh,
1: drawing this bad boy out.
0: Yeah, we are, but it's worth it because it is a classic film and definitely something and it's funny because I've gotten multiple texts from people that were like, Hey, uh, actually two two texts from two different people saying, Hey, we were I've been waiting for to, for you to finish. Uh, bef- <laughs> before, I, one person saying that they'd never seen it, one person saying, I saw it so long ago I don't remember it. So I want to finish listening, and then I'm going to go watch it again. Just Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Filled we've
1: with... Been, we've been keeping people in, in uh, suspense. They're on the edge of their
0: seats. <laughs> waiting to get back into Conan. And honestly, there's a lot of other people who've texted me going, uh, Pornhub Prime is... <laughs> Porn, Pornhub <laughs> Premium, is Vinny okay?
1: <laughs> is he alright? Is he with us still?
0: And I was like... Has anybody he, heard from him? He's better than ever. <laughs> he's peaking right now.
1: <laughs> oh my god. In all possible fashions. Yeah. No. Not all.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> So uh, Conan was just brought back to life by a wizard um, and and Valeria, his uh, I guess his girlfriend um, sort of was the spearhead of that operation. And and then they got uh, their sort of third wheel Subatai who's uh, hanging out with him. So he's brought back to life. And then uh, they're sitting around and they're like, all right. You know, they had this mission from the king to go save his daughter. That was the whole point of this. Like, they were going to go save this guy's daughter, and then they, you know, got sidetracked because Conan got killed. Uh, But now they're all like, all right, look, we got to finish this job. We'll get paid, and then we'll, you know, we're rich. So... They're all sitting around going, "Okay, right? Everybody's on board, right? No revenge. We're just going to get the we girl." Are not right? Going right. To <laughs> exactly. This
1: mission with revenge in our hearts. Right. And Conan and this is just a stealing of the stuff and getting the girl, right. right? Conan,
0: are you listening to me? When I stomp your foot and say your name, <laughs> say, "Yes, I'm listening." And meanwhile, the director told Conan, look like you want to get revenge because <laughs> he just looks, he's just stewing, just sitting there with, you know, sort of like, you know, uh, B movie actor anger, like ready to, to kill a guy. Um, but he doesn't say a line, which I thought was really smart. Like he doesn't say yes. He doesn't lie. He just doesn't say a word. Right. Um, is
1: and, this this is, we're talking, is this, is this post, uh, Playing around on the beach and staring at his hand. Did we already talk about that?
0: Um, <laughs> just, I'm not sure we a, did. It, well, uh, to be honest, it's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> that's
1: what I was thinking. I think we might have. I think we might have uh, brushed on it. But I think that's one of the, my favorite scenes in the whole film is when he's like,
0: you know,
1: doing a little sword play and then he looks at his just, sword. And then he, he just looks admi- over at his hand. And he just
0: admires like, his own hand. Yeah,
1: that. he starts to under, understand the whole. You know, what Elsa Doom was rapping
0: about right saying that it's that steel isn't as powerful as flesh and maybe he's maybe he's starting to buy into uh, Tulsa Doom's uh, whole modus operandi and we're not sure what's going to happen when they have to face each other again so uh, with no time what's that
1: maybe they'll thumb wrestle I mean
0: who could rule it out at this point you know they're you know they've gone toe to toe. Maybe it's time to go to a uh, you know less typical form of battle, like a thumb wrestle. So they ride back. They're at Tulsa Doom's place, and apparently uh, he's diversified his business because he's got sort of a mining operation going on. <laughs> they they sneak in through like a crevice. And there's like it looks like there's mining going on, but he can't help himself; he's torturing people in there too. (laughs) Like the
1: there's well, that's that's the whole cannibalistic aspect of the snake cult is what we first start to see. We see the right the 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 uh, the stripped you know flayed corpses and the uh, right bodies hanging and you know all this stuff. Let's not forget though too. One of my favorite favorite parts about this scene as they go in is the is the the body painting oh yeah where they, where they, they go full uh,
0: they spend yeah. a little time and they paint each other's uh faces up a little bit for camo yeah. that really wouldn't have worked at any point <laughs>
1: nope because total, total, totally totally uh can see everything that's going on first Black and white
0: right first they're first they're in the complete darkness and then they're in extremely well-lit caves exceedingly yeah. well, like surgery is about to take place. So, so
1: this always harkens to, uh, you know, for later years for me, is when, you know, you start thinking about the amount of times that Schwarzenegger was on screen painting himself, getting ready for set yeah. set battle. You know, this is pretty much the start of it. You're like, everybody was like, that's, that's the thing. That's your move, man. We're putting on the thing here. Paint yourself before it's time to go take out the bad guys. Commando Predator,
0: like pick one. It's absolutely true. There's a lot of time. It's sort of like how in the A Team, like they like redo the van every episode. Like yeah, totally. if if you hire Arnold Schwarzenegger for a movie, you got to paint him at some point. Oh yeah, and then like in the third act, you like paint my face. It's like uh, one of those things that it's in his contract. It's in it's in his rider, um, and also a lot of uh, HGH. So, anyway, they go through the mine. It's all decorated with uh, flayed corpses. And there's a vat of something in a big stone cauldron. And you see all of these uh, henchmen, these, like, they look like gimps. You know what I mean? They got, it's leather face masks, right? They have leather face masks, uh, and they're huge. And... All these guys come in and start carrying this uh, giant stone cauldron um, out of the the first, like the flaying room of the mine, you know, whatever's going on. So it's real easy for uh, Conan and Valeria and Subatai. They're like, we just follow this vat wherever we're going. So they they follow the vat in and the soundtrack is going in full effect. I mean, it's like this is the peak of the soundtrack of the entire movie. Uh, And this amazing classical, I've talked about it a lot, (laughs) but it's an amazing classical soundtrack. It sounds so good. And meanwhile, you know, it's a bunch of people in like leather bathing suits, uh, you know, prancing through a cave with swords in their hands. It's a bizarre, you know, juxtaposition.
1: It's like, you know, it's like the whole, uh, you know, you know, think Caligula. And like, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, it's like... It is. Yeah. You know,
0: exactly. You know. Sodom and Gomorrah, 100%. Yeah. Because when they, they get to where, they get to, you know, they go through an actual mine. It's like a, you know, inside of a mountain. And then it opens up into this like ornate palace underground. And it's incredibly bright and everything's like white marble. And they set the vat down and the music's playing and it's a full-blown orgy. It's just like, I mean, I wouldn't even call it an orgy. It's like 25 women and then, you know, the two henchmen, Rowdy Roddy Piper and the guy with the trucker mustache. <laughs> <Roddy>. <laughs> Don't forget about Rowdy Roddy.
1: He's not in this, but that's funny. Isn't that him? No, it's not him. Who is it?
0: The guy with the red hair?
1: The guy with the red hair is uh, one of uh, Schwarzenegger's, uh, who went over this? It's one of Schwarzenegger's uh, uh, like bodybuilding. S- He's like a, oh, like a of course!
0: Right, Russian, we did go over know. this. He does look yeah. like Rowdy Roddy, yeah. so I'm gonna keep referring to a him. Football player. Right, we talked about it in the first episode.
1: Yeah, the guy was a football player that eventually ben Ole Thorson and Ben Davidson.
0: And the football player did some professional professional wrestling, right? Something like that.
1: Uh, he was just a football player, I believe. I just think he went into acting. But the other guy was a was like a you know he was a bodybuilder slash you know.
0: Slash yeah, actor,
1: gladiator, yeah, you know he was—he was like, you know, he was like one of Schwarzenegger's. You know, we talked about—he's like one of Schwarzenegger's. Like, you know, they always brought him in for side roles because he, you know, spoke about as much English as he did and have about as big a physique. <laughs> right. Throw you off the cliff, everything. Good.
0: Right, uh, equally less expressive face. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. They're in this giant, like, uh, marble room and it just looks like a house on Staten Island, like too much marble, marble handrails. There's a leopard. (laughs) It's disgusting. Right. So then you talk about practical effects and Tulsa doom is in the room and he's just sort of watching, you know, the orgy take place. And, uh, you talk about practical effects. This the first time I saw this movie when I was pretty young, this is the scene that scared me. You know, you know when what really freaked me out, man, was
1: that the you know, the, the cauldron. Well was, we'll get we'll get, get to the cauldron. There. It's like, we'll
0: get to the cauldron, but even before that, when James Earl Jones slowly turns into a snake, yeah. And it's there's no CGI, there's no animation like, his face, they've clearly, like, made a, a rubber mask of his face, and it just, like, slowly starts to stretch in a way yeah. that is so eerie. And uh, first his eyes become snake eyes, and then he just starts to slowly, his face starts to s- slowly stretch, and then his hands disappear into his sleeves, and he's a, he's a full-blown snake. He's fully a enormous snake. So... There's this gimp stirring the cauldron um, and they show for the first time that in the cauldron Well, um oh, just wait for this uh, I'm not sure what, road race to finish.
1: Drag racing or something. On outside. Um, right. So
0: room. we we see for the first time inside the cauldron and it's sort of like a it's not sort of, it's a hand soup.
1: Yeah. The guy's, it's, like, it's like pull on cannibal soup.
0: Uh, and then, so they show that, and then, uh, Conan and Valyria and Subutai just start killing all of the gimps, all the henchmen. I mean, they really fuck up the orgy. It's, it's wrecked. Uh, it's like absolute chaos. They're killing everybody and they're having no issue with the gimps. The gimps must've been going for a couple of days straight. Because they have no ability to put up any sort of a fight, um, it took it took like eight gimps to carry the cauldron uh, from the mine. Conan just dumps it over by himself. Yep, no problem. No problem. And then they they face the two henchmen again. Uh, it's Rowdy Roddy and the guy with the mustache. Every time I say it, you're gonna be a little. You're gonna laugh, but you're gonna be a little pissed off. <laughs> yeah. and then. They just, they, they go there, they get the girl too. They get the girl from the orgy and then they just run back through the cave. It was a seamless operation. Uh, and it seems like they're getting away. They get back to their horses. They're riding off. All of a sudden, James Earl and his two henchmen, one of my, like the, maybe the thing that, the plot point that stays with you the most, James Earl takes a white snake, in his hand, like a small, like a garden-sized snake. He says, seek to the snake, and it turns into an arrow. He fires it with a bow, and it hits Valeria in the kidney. Like, hits her in the side. And what a cool, like, to me, that's like, if you were writing, uh, like, mythology, you know, you know what I mean? Like, he whispered to snakes, and they became arrows, and he fired them upon the infidels. You know such what I mean? A,
1: such a fun, smart little piece of writing. I mean, I've said this each time we've, you know, done this. It, uh, I just love those little those little nuggets. You know what I mean? Like, no explanation, no need. He just, whatever. He controls snakes. He can turn them into arrows, spears. He can whatever. turn himself
0: into a snake. Yeah. Whatever. He can do whatever with snakes.
1: Yeah. So awesome. I love that. I love that.
0: Um. So... Then Valeria, after getting hit with the snake, she dies. Yep. And maybe off camera, Conan asked the wizard to save her, but we don't see it. <laughs> uh, that's the end of Valeria. She's killed uh, by Tulsa Doom as they were making their getaway. And, you know, they have a tasteful funeral. It's a solid pyre. You know, not a great eulogy uh, because it's Conan. He just, you yeah. know. He just looks, up, looks on, and Subutai says, uh, what does Subutai say? He says, uh, I got it right somewhere. He is Conan Samarian. He won't cry. Yep. So I cry for him.
1: Now, do you think Richard Marquand stole this scene? From what? Return of the Jedi. Um. So you mean true, w- she's like on fire? And Conan's standing there.
0: You mean red hot?
1: You know, yeah, yeah. But when he
0: burns Darth Vader, it's a little different. <laughs> the The difference between the dad and the uh, you know betrothed or whatever. Right. Also, Darth Vader was evil until like ten minutes ago.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Um. So. To me, it's crazy that he doesn't go, like, there's no, like, fight with the wizard to bring her, now bring her back. Like, it doesn't even come up.
1: He needs his vengeance excuse, man. (laughs) Come on. Well, they could have
0: tried and failed. Like, you know, the scene where, you know. you
1: know, he stopped. He, you know, he, he heard it. You know, he heard me like, listen, we're just, we're just going to get the princess. He listened. It was all good. But, you know, it cost him his old lady. Now, oof now right you got the uh, you got the weight of Conan's wrath coming down on you buddy it's also doom's in trouble
0: right so now they have the princess they're back at the wizards you know hang out space which is like an ancient you know i don't know what uh, it was a burial
1: ground for kings
0: it was a burial ground for kings it looks sort of like uh stonehenge that they didn't spend as much time on <laughs> so Conan ties up the princess to a, P, a rock um, and there's a great, not to bring the A-team up too many times, but there's a great A-team th- style montage of prepping for a, a big fight. Like there's oh, lots best. lots of sharpening of things and, you know, they're making the traps.
1: Traps, yeah. and There's some good comedic fun in there too where uh, Mako comes in with, uh, you know, a bunch of, you know, he's got armor on and like a bunch of... Right. Weapons Some shit. old he's cans. Gonna, like he's going to help. Yeah. You know, he's like, all right, let's do this. And like, you wear about no. 60 pounds soaking wet. Go yeah. Fuck him. off, Mako.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, did you bring that armor back to life, you dick? Get lost. <laughs> um, which is kind of fucked up because the guy did, Conan died, and the guy brought him back to life by yeah. literally doodling on him. So we cover which we covered in uh, episode two of our ongoing <laughs> fucking quadrilogy. <laughs>
1: four episodes, man. Are we going to get through this tonight? We're okay. going
0: to we're going to get through it. We're almost done.
1: Uh, OK, alright
0: we're going to get through it. And we're only at uh, 26 minutes so far. It flew by. Um. So one of my one of my favorite parts of the movie, Conan, you know, they're finished with the fight prep. You know, they've got all their traps set. They've got you know whatever the sword you know it's just like that scene I think Willow stole that scene from this um, you know what I mean when they're you know they get to the the castle they're supposed to get to what's it called it's called like Lean or something oh yeah and all the people Tiris, are, mi- no no that's, no, that's, the, that's, that's Lord, the Lord of the Rings, of the Rings. it's Tirisleen <sighs> that's that's a hundred percent correct I was actually faking that I. Didn't know exactly what it was called, so I've seen Willow so many times; it's it's embarrassing. Way more than Conan, um, so that is embarrassing. Yeah, and Val Kilmer sets up like he leans a sword against the wall over here. He's got a crossbow over here. It's sort of like that. They sort they stole that from this. Uh, Conan's got it all set up for a big fight against you know who knows how many people, um, and then he says. Uh, Going back to the God his father worshipped um and who he believed he met, but you know who where he got his sword, he says uh what am my there's one of my favorite parts of the movie Crom, I have never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. What a great line! I have no tongue for it. I mean, he couldn't act at all, so maybe the director <laughs> no was like. Okay, so say I've never prayed to you before, you have no tongue for it. So he just threw that in like it was part of the dialogue, but it was just the director criticizing him. And he's like, "No one, not even you will remember if we were good men or bad, why we fought or why we died. All that matters is that two stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Krom, so grant me one request. Grant me revenge. And if you do not if you do not listen, then the hell with you." So it's so good. And it's so good. It's, it's the
1: like, it's, it's like the, you know, it's like, you know, when you do something stupid, and you kind of pray to God and you're like sort of praying. You're like, Come right. on let this happen." It's well, like, whatever. <laughs> but
0: it's also like it's like, "Please fuck you." You know what I mean? It's it's the fuck you Joe Boo scene from Major League, you know? It's like, right. you know what? Time to show and prove if you're worth it if you're worth a fucking thing. Um, So I, it takes, so Tulsa Doom shows up with like 14 guys, however long it is. We have no idea because they're like hanging out. You know, I think I saw a six pack of PBRs, you know, they're taking it. They're taking it seriously, but they're also like, you know, taking some breaks, um,
1: sharpening sticks and whatnot. Yeah.
0: Once they're done with the sharpening, then, you know, crack a cold one. Uh, so they take out all the guys and then uh, Rowdy Roddy gets killed with a very intricate mouse trap like booby trap. It's oh, like he, you know, he flicks over a thimble and then it pulls a string and then, a, you know what I mean? It's like a Rube Goldberg <laughs> thing. And it's unbelievable that he's standing in just the right spot that the spike like, I mean, it's it's cool the way it's shot. Um, and the spike, it was perfectly designed. I would say that Mako, that the wizard must've done that because the other two guys were not capable of the intricacy, okay, uh, yeah, right. All of the, okay. So he'd be standing here and then he'd, <laughs> he'd hear the sound here and he would turn at just the right moment and it would, um, so they're, they're taking out the guys. Conan's doing really well. The fight's going great. I mean, it really gets off to a bang up start. Then they Subutai kill.
1: Launching arrows into people. Yeah, Subutai's Not killing
0: much. it. He's keeping his distance because, it, like, while in the past in the movie he was a decent fighter, in this fight he just doesn't seem to be worth a thing. Besides shooting arrows, like he can't, he can't engage in hand to hand combat with these guys. And then all of a sudden, the other henchman, you know, the mustache guy who was a football player, according to you, I have my doubts. Uh, Valeria shows up and the other henchman and blinds the guy. She's like, you know, Valeria, it's her spirit, you know, and it's sort of a callback to when she said she would come back from the dead to help him if she was killed, yeah. you know. She uh, up. She's yeah, like she's super fully. Shiny, Fully influenced uh, by the Valkyrie. Fully shiny armor. And it blinds uh, the mustache uh, henchman. And uh, he goes down no problem. It's like, it's no issue. Uh, And Tulsa Doom.
1: That's a a big scene, though, too, man. Because that's the scene that he pulls out Conan's father's sword on him. Exactly. The blinding of the thing is when Conan swings his own sword and he snaps his father's sword in
0: half. Right. And so we get another... We get another little uh, nudge uh, that, you know, steel isn't as strong and his father's way is maybe not Conan's way or what should be Conan's way. And uh, Tulsa Doom takes one more shot with the snake erection trick. Where he, you know, whispers to the snake and uh, he misses.
1: Wait, are you talking about Vinny?
0: <laughs> Just because I said the word erection?
1: Snake erection? I, uh, never mind. Okay, keep going. Hmm,
0: poor Vinny. Uh, I can't wait for him to be back next week and to disgust us with details because we talked oh, about God. this so much. Here. <laughs> he's gonna buy like he's gonna fully buy into what he's like let me tell you about it like he's gonna be an on board down. <laughs> down. he's gonna triple down 100% um, I also want to ask him about uh, the portrayal of his uh, hometown in the uh, King of Staten Island movie did you see that
1: I did I did what did you think it was uh, it was okay it was a little long for my taste
0: it was quite long
1: yeah a little longer than I wanted I, I might have been a little in my cups and you know half a half a joint in, but yeah, I thought it was
0: all right. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll get into that uh, at a future date with Vinny because I I want to I want him to confirm that that is exactly what it's like on Staten Island. Just your friends, right. your friends giving you tattoos and uh, <laughs> hanging out in basements. I,
1: mean, I have plenty of tattoos in that just just like that. <laughs> uh, we can talk about that another
0: time. Too. Okay, um, so Tulsa Doom takes one more shot with his, you know, snake arrow trick, and then he just rides off. His his henchmen are dead. You know the
1: who's who stops the arrow? I can't remember. Is it Super or Mako? It's
0: it's Mako. It hits yeah. the shield, and then becomes a snake. Like they pull it out of the shield, and it becomes a snake again. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, the way it's shown and they throw it They throw the snake and they're like ah, But they're really excited they won the day um, And it's Sort of an anticlimactic Finish you know Tulsa Doom just Rides away it's a huge victory For Conan and Subutai and the Wizard you know they Should be thrilled But well,
1: it's a good scene too because it you know it shows The princess being uh, You know her, you know, the the spell's kind of broken. Yeah, well, you know, she faints. Her, you know, and she and she's you know the whole time she's screaming for them to, you know, for Thulsa doing to rescue her and save her from these you know these poor ignorant right thieves or whatever. And then you know when he tries to kill her, she has this epiphany and realization that oh
0: right, oops. that's what that's how the that's how the the snake he he fires the snake at the princess and yeah. uh the wizard stops it with a shield or no Mako uh, Subutai does Subutai stops it with the shield and Mako's there and Mako pulls the snake out of the shield. and it becomes a snake again. Great scene. Cool, uh, you know, worked out perfectly. um, And then, you know, we're ready for the, the final act of the movie. And it's weird because that scene ends and then they just show Tulsa doom back at his snake tower. That Conan, you know, snuck into with his Snake ID a long time ago, like two months ago. What <laughs> however long ago it was. Uh and back at the Snake Tower, it's it's Friday night mass. He's got a packed house. It's like Joel Osteen on a Sunday morning. He's got a brand new goon <laughs> in the front row, you know, a great big, just shiny new goon, you know, just where to pick ready to pick up right where rowdy rowdy <laughs> rowdy rowdy left off um but unfortunately conan's killed all of his good people he's got only you know fill-ins left he's got the uh hand squad you know it's the b string
1: yeah it's i'd say c at this point uh, well, maybe God. conan's killed you know, orky cannibal goons in the back you lost your two main ringers you know?
0: Nobody makes We're a good right hand home. soup anymore. Yeah. You got They got to get takeout hand soup because nobody can make it at home. <laughs> <laughs> and Red Apple's closed, so where the hell are they oh. going to get it?
1: Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Stop talking about Conan. Start talking about the beloved loss of our local Chinese restaurant. Oh, my God.
0: Taken by the quarantine.
1: Oh, what, a nightmare. Um, what a nightmare. Sadness.
0: So this time with all the good people gone, Conan walks right in uh, to this packed house and Tulsa Doom is feeling it. He's having a great show. Uh, and Conan walks right walks right up to him. Like there's not like he just kills whoever's around, like shows any sort of resistance. Walks, I,
1: I, lo- I always love this scene because that big battle was supposed to be the big epic end. And this is right. Like, it's such a different trajectory. It's such a different thing. Where it's like, so
0: much better to beat the guy who, the guy came to your house and tried to beat you and you beat him. Yeah. Right? Now you go and, you know, you beat him with your two buddies. Now you go to his house. You don't even bring your buddies. Yeah. You go by yourself. You walk right through his Family. You walk right up to him and you, you know, he's threatening, you know, he's he's not saying a lot of lines, but it's because Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't really do that. (laughs) And he says in Tulsa Doom gives this great speech uh, like he's happy to see him like, you know, Conan's really impressed him and he's, you know, made some real strides and. uh, That's
1: the quintessential, you know, villain backpedal. Kind of. Trying to bat, well, he's trying to baffle him with bullshit. And like, you know. And
0: but like, why didn't he um, just, why didn't he try to kill him?
1: I don't think, uh, I don't know. I think Tulsa Doom realized at that point he had no leg to stand on, you know. And think about it too, man. He's an old, he's, you know, this is, this is, we're going years now since he's killed Conan's parents. And, right. He
0: was the same uh, age when he killed Conan's parents.
1: Across the land and so the whole fucking thing.
0: Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, you know one of the things that's keeping him alive is you know the uh, faith of his yeah, followers. Absolutely. And Conan's, absolutely. Conan's killed all of his lieutenants. He still got his throng of you know, you know, odd. It's all. It's almost all women in the last scene. Uh, supporters, basically. It was Ladies' Night, right? It was a <laughs> mob of Karen's. It was Karen Night at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Tulsa Doom Snake Tower. Uh, so Tulsa Doom gives this great speech, and it almost gets Conan. Like Conan is almost like, oh, the power of the flesh. Maybe, uh, maybe I am on board. And then he does like a great, like after uh, a cartoon character gets punched in the face, like a great, like head shake. Like a great like back and forth, like ugh, ugh. yeah, yeah, get out of my head. And he comes to, and he takes a sword and he decapitates Tulsa Doom in front of all of his worshippers, all of his followers, and
1: well, again, again, the the great thing about that too is that he used the the broken the broken sword of his father, his father's sword to hack this guy's head off. He didn't use like a good clean sword to like chop him. He's this busted jagged thing that his father built just out of you know full vengeance, and it's just a, whacked him.
0: Everybody does like a great job. A I, I mean, it's a great the way the way Schwarzenegger swings with it, it's awesome. And the look on like the last expression that James Earl Jones gives, it's perfect. It's like ideal. James Earl Jones, like if you were pitching this movie and you were like. Um, Yeah, so we're casting right now Um, For the lead We're looking at uh, this bodybuilder Who's never acted before Uh, He doesn't speak English Um, But we're going to make up for it The villain is uh, James Earl's noted uh, Broadway star And uh, Voice of Darth Vader But also General Sweetheart (laughs) Uh, James Earl Jones Who is a evil snake man like it's a bizarre choice James Earl Jones kills it he's perfect he could I could I could not imagine a better actor than James Earl Jones in that role literally it's 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 impossible to picture another person playing it
1: yeah it's he's so great he's like serene Such a great dynamic actor across the board I mean there's I mean there's so many films he's been in you know I mean I I even love like all his bit parts and you know all the uh, uh Tom Clancy stuff you know I mean so,
0: I he is so good in those Harrison Ford yeah Tom Clancy movies he yeah, is so good he's such a perfect opposite because of all the characteristics we were just talking about he's calm like he's all knowing he's got this like uh amazing presence where you he just exudes confidence and experience. There's something incredibly calming about him. That great scene where uh, Harrison Ford tells the president something and gets sent to South America. And the first scene is him telling James Earl Jones in the hospital and James Earl Jones just laughing hysterically. What a great scene and hard to do. Hard to pull off. So much depth in that. Anyway, back to... Uh, <laughs> Did
1: we you keep- ever see... A- did you ever see Exorcist
0: Two?
1: No. Oh man, I should watch that movie. Really? Uh yeah, Exorcist Two the Heretic. It's 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 fun, man. It's I mean, you know, you can't like anything. You what are you gonna hold with a candle that you know, Jaws Two isn't Jaws one, you know
0: Does James Earl Jones play the, the priest? Only,
1: the only, the only sequel. I was just talking to my uh, I was just talking to my lady about this the other day, about the, the the immensity of sequels and which ones matter and don't. You know, I always give Empire Strikes Back. That's like the first throw out. But uh, for sure. I mean, Exorcist 2 is great. But he plays. Uh, he plays this like
0: Godfather. A uh,
1: tribal leader who like banishes out the the demon that ends up was the demon that possessed Reagan. OK. And he's got a great scene in that. That's it kind of weirdly harkened back to this for me. I don't I'm thinking about it. It's like a flashback yeah. scene. What's that? It's like a
0: flashback scene.
1: Yeah, it's, just, it's 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 you should watch it. You should watch it. It's interesting. He's not in the movie for very long, but it kind of reminded me of this, you know. Very
0: It's uh, like there's like an opening sequence where he's there in Africa and it shows like the date and it's like Exactly. 1470 exactly. or whatever and he's yeah, Exactly. Um, that does sound like something I would be interested in. I will check yeah, it, it out. Like, and I haven't torture. seen the original exorcist in a long time and that movie, I remember watching it and thinking that was Awesome, and yeah. then thinking, but I don't want to watch it again ever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe no, it's one of the scariest time because I haven't I mean, seen it in so long. It's literally did you been see that when they twenty years. It
1: years. ago, when they put all the uh, cut footage in?
0: No, I didn't.
1: That stuff's really good. You should definitely go back and watch that.
0: That's definitely Creed, on my there's list.
1: Whole, there's a whole scene with uh, with Linda Blair doing this, doing the crab walk down a flight of stairs, and like just horrible stuff that was, they didn't put in. Just, I, that wasn't in the original. Yeah. Because it was too off-putting. Too much. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah, they had to cut some... Like, the studio was like, all right, enough. You're scaring the shit out of everybody. I'm like, <laughs> we can't even put this on the screen. So... Uh, but it's great, you know. The, I mean, it just makes it even that more gnarly. Brutal.
0: That's definitely something that I may have to uh, revisit. Yeah. I can't watch it at home because my, my girlfriend is not capable...
1: You, you know, the scary movies, now. Huh? No. I,
0: she, you know if it's Scooby Doo she screams at the reveal, you know what I mean? It's too much. I can't have that going on. Uh the neighbors are going to think that you know I'm finally murdering her. <laughs> You've had enough. Yeah, exactly. They're like either there's a Scooby Doo marathon going on up there, or he's finally doing it. All right. Uh so <clears throat> So he cuts off Tulsa Doom's head and another one of my favorite parts of the movie. You really, if you're going to rewatch this after listening to uh, all six hours <laughs> of our recapping, you really got to listen to the head go down the stairs because it's yeah. all time. What's that called? The uh, art form of sound? It, like, is it Foley Arts or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Foley guys who were involved with this head going down the stairs were they got it perfect. It just it just makes that's what I think a head sounds like forever. It's it's an amazing
1: fucking deflated basketball.
0: I mean that's how it bounces, but (laughs) the sound it makes to
1: like get it going where it needs to go, but it ain't doing anything really. Right. It just kinda it bounces
0: sort of in places you wouldn't necessarily expect, but you know like it looks really good and the sound is just perfect uh and Tulsa dooms people they just file out mass is over it's like <laughs> it's like the credit the credits come on they're just like all right well we had a good run and they you know they're not hanging out to see if there's any uh credit scenes (laughs) it's not a marvel movie they're going home
1: i'm really really hoping that we you know we get something like this you know come election you know right people just
0: throw their torches into the fountain and are like well i guess i'll become an accountant
1: trump and uh you know hacks is uh head from his body oh geez it throws it down the fucking stairs well
0: thanks for getting oh, us put got, on have i gone too far sorry now that I'm we've
1: been stuck inside too
0: much now that we've referenced pornhub premium and that we've been put on a very specific watch list that is going to be unfortunate <laughs> next time you try to fly anywhere uh so the the people they file out and conan uh he just hangs out there he's just like all right well you know i'm just going to chill great here
1: it was like the thinker man he, like sits down and like sits on the steps hand, hand on you know his, his head on his hand and kind of has a little think about how things are going and what what transpired in his life and loss of money friends girlfriend right you know
0: and the only conclusion he must draw is thinking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: burn this motherfucker. Thinking's down. for
0: idiots. Um and then he does like you said he does something absolutely amazing. He burns down a stone tower. Yeah. You, you got
1: in a very in a very
0: Olympian uh right.
1: You know, gl- gladiatorial/ right. bodybuilder way. Spins
0: I a torch them. Like it's the hammer toss in the Olympics
1: Exactly exactly. And it hits
0: the one banner And he must have been really pissed Because those rocks burned up
1: Yep
0: Real fast (laughs) And the whole tower crumbles And that's the end of the action of the movie Except for one other amazing scene
1: The best the best mm-hmm. which to this day when I watch it all I all I want is that that better movie and that trilogy of milius and uh, oh my god I just I wish I wish it would have happened but say love
0: Schwarzenegger's too old
1: I mean he could he could pull it off in a
0: ring, you
1: know I don't know I don't know It'd have to be a different movie. It wouldn't be about Conan. It'd be about like his son or something.
0: All right, so let me let me let me do this scene and then we'll talk about it a little bit more. So let me just talk about it real quick. Because the last shot, it's an older Conan on a throne. Not too much older. He's not like grey haired. He's still completely jacked. But he's wearing like some nice furs now. Right. And it shows this text. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the whole thing. I wrote it all out. Because doing, I,
1: doing your doing your best voice, man. I'm not gonna doing do <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna do the Mako voice. Uh, you know, talk about getting put on lists. No. I'm not gonna be canceled <laughs> over this. And I'm not gonna do it in my Schwarzenegger voice either because do it, um Do
1: it in do it in a, a Vinnie fucking Staten Island.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna do that either, although I could. <laughs> I could, but I literally I'd get a sentence in and I'd be like, ugh gross I am so sick of this I've talked about it before on the podcast but listening to somebody from Staten Island say the word squirrel it's just like <laughs> you know that's not how the word is said just talk like a person squirrel it's like you don't you and the word don't have to go on a little trip together just say it uh I'm gonna read this text now so did Conan so did, Let me do a little gravitas. So, did Conan return the wayward daughter of King Osric to her home? And having no further concern, he and his companions sought adventure in the West. I guess Vegas. I don't know. It's unclear. Um, Many wars and feuds did Conan fight. Family feuds. Top five answers on the board. Um, Honor and fear were heaped upon his name. In time, he became a king by his own hand. But that is another story. So just, Which is great. It's yeah, a real yeah, fuck why. you to the writers of Conan too, Because that's, totally. a, that's a tough, you know, they set it up in a way where it's like all of the like the Game of Thrones, you know, they couldn't figure out how to make a king from killing a king or, you know, whatever. It's a very difficult story to write. Well, There's... this
1: also harkens back to you know when when you know they put that in, and you know I've said it since the beginning. My my favorite thing about this is like where this came from from the beginning, man. All the Robert E. Howard books. Right. There was a, you know there was a ton of books where Conan was a king. You know. Right. He had he had conquered all these things, and then there was a then there was books past that when he lost his kingdom. Right. You know he had this like ebb and flow of life. You know what I mean? Like he would be completely on top, and then he would somehow fuck it up, or somebody would come along and you know take it from him or, you know, somehow finagle it to, you know, a wizard or whatever it was, you know, and I, I just love that stuff, but the great thing about that was that, you know, Milius and Oliver Stone had, from the beginning, a, a thought process of, you know, making this at least two, and then they, when the success of this happened, they were like, oh, we're making three. Right. Let's do three. Let's do an awesome trilogy, and, you know, just, you know, the way Hollywood works, it wasn't in the cards; It didn't happen.
0: So, they remade this movie, uh, like, what, like, not even 5 years ago. Like maybe 3 years ago? Uh,
1: the, no, the remake was like 2000, i to say
0: 2018
1: and 10 maybe? No. Yeah. Was Someone it really? With, uh, Jason Momoa? Yeah,
0: Jason Momoa. Yeah. It was, it was terrible.
1: Uh, yeah, it's really bad. My my favorite part of that movie is the beginning with Ron Perlman as his father. Yeah. But uh I mean, whatever. Yeah, 2011. Was it really? Wow. Yeah.
0: Man. I've lost all sense of time in quarantine. Yeah. I'm Jason also...
1: Momoa and and uh, Rose McGowan. Oh, God. What a pile of shit. Rose McGowan? I was McGowan. so excited for it, too. And it was like... It's like one of those movies when you're like... Oh, man, are they going to do at least some fun shit? Are you going to get to see something? No, nah, like 100% garbage.
0: That film. I mean, just think about all the hurdles they put in front of themselves to make this movie, where they hire a bodybuilder who has never acted before and who doesn't speak English, and they pull it off. And uh, all of the effects that they're like, yeah, there's giant snakes. Like The script is riddled with things where it's just like, how the fuck are we going to do this? And yeah. they do yeah. everything. And they get an amazing soundtrack, and Mako is killer in this movie. He's awesome.
1: Yeah, so good. I mean, everybody's great in this film. I mean that that goes that goes to show you know back what you know what people put into a film with practical effects and the an energy that was spent on like trying to make things look as good as possible. You know, without you know, and don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I believe there's a a, a million fantastic visual effects artists out there today you know sit behind a computer and make something look incredible and do and do the things that we didn't think were possible when films like this were coming out when we were kids but to watch this kind of stuff i mean I like i've said it a million times all the sword and sorcery and all the you know all the like the fun you know all the overlaying of you know illustration on film and illustrate you know all that it's just it's it, it just gives it an air to it that you can't you can't make films like that today yeah there's you an authenticity it, you
0: know? to it we, we've talked yeah. about it but the, it's yeah. something about cgi is just so hollow there's yeah. just something that doesn't ring true and yeah. this movie as far as the practical effects you go back to when he chops the head off the giant snake like yeah in the beginning that scene is it's really like it's off-putting because of the size of the snake and because of like how many hits it takes him to chop it off and how real it seems like yeah. to do that in CGI there's no way you could come up with the same thing it just doesn't well, work
1: that feeling. that's one of the hardest things with computer animation there's just no
0: having the having real life actors interact with uh computer animation something's lost in the translation it's unfortunate yeah, for
1: sure. i do agree
0: um. And that's it Oh my god Holy f-
1: shit John we did it
0: We finished recapping uh, One movie in three podcasts Over three months <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I'm into it man Sh- Should this be the formula For us going forward in the future or do I, do don't I don't know
0: I don't know if I don't know if we need to do <laughs> Uh an hour for a third of a movie that comes in just under two hours. Um, I, think,
1: I gotta say, man, I think you picked a film that we both are very passionate about. That's the thing. Which, you know, and which, you know, I think listeners will agree to. I, I think it's just one of those things. There's, there's these nuggets in time when it comes to certain films that just, they, there's something about it. It just latches on to, everybody who watches it there's just something about that and like i mean i here here this is i mean I, I think i saw this movie let's see 82 i was four when it came out i probably didn't see it till i was you know eight or nine you know my dad let me watch crazy shit when i was young Too right. young to be watching it was getting their heads hacked off and shit but you know it, here it is i could go put it in tonight and watch it start to finish and just be like yep Top notch. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it's, it never gets old.
0: I watched it front to back three times while I was writing my you know recap of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't get sick of it. I was like, oh, I got to put on Conan again, and I put it on, and I was like, oh great, this scene, love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of those movies. I was saying, to Maddie, because the first time before we did the first episode, I rented it, and then I, it was the second one, and I was like, I'm gonna buy this, and she was like, why? And I was like, because I'll watch it over oh, yeah. and over again forever.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: yeah it's, it's just one of those films that sticks with you. It's it's classic. It's so good.
0: we got to come up with a movie to do next week.
1: I'm in, man. What's um, it going to be? Oof, this is hard. You put me on the spot. If anybody yeah.
0: has, if anybody has any, any ideas, you can email us at if I was a betting man pod at gmail dot com. Email That's us. A
1: fantastic idea.
0: Tell us what movie you want us to recap. Um, we're, I'm actually going to talk to Vinny, too. I have a couple of ideas about uh, talking about it. Vinny has told me that he's definitely going to do next week. I uh, accosted him personally, uh, of course, while respecting uh, social distancing. Um <laughs> like a stick? Like yeah. Like a
1: six-foot stick you were fucking poking him with? Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, a snake stick? And he always hates, you know, cause he's, you know, he'd, he'd been bartending this whole time. And I, every time I, I walked up, he'd be like, Oh, Hey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> trapped, motherfucker." yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and that's it. So just, uh, real quick, uh, thank you for listening for, if you have gone through all three episodes of this, thank you for, uh, Sticking it through for three episodes, sticking it out with us. Um, It's been a real pleasure to talk about. uh, And Jesse, thank you so much for all of the background knowledge. You're a fountain of all of this useless information. and. Well, you, you finally. It's like
1: they're stuck in my brain, John. You f- they won't go away. You found a so use for it. I appreciate you having me you know, on and you know, letting me ramble about useless shit that of course probably don't give a fuck about. But, uh, you know, of course. Very dear well, to me, so thank you. Well,
0: our listeners that are. It's crazy, because uh, I can track where they are. We have listeners in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, all over the country. Um. So, I don't know, people did listen to these too And I had a lot of people giving me a hard time About how long it took us to get the third one out um, So, to sum up, thanks for listening uh, Thank you to uh, our uh, exceptional producer The great Josh Archer um, And thank you to Vinny uh, We will see you, hopefully next week For another episode of If I Was a Betting Man